Let us pray. And the men of David said unto him, Behold the day of which the Lord said unto thee, Behold, I will deliver thine enemy into thy hand, that thou mayest do to him as it shall seem good unto thee. Then David arose, and cut off the skirt of Saul's robe privily. 1 Samuel 24, 4 Thank you, Lord, for continually keeping my heart clean and pure when others try to obtain advancement by deceitful means. I praise you that even when it seems like I've suffered another setback, like David, through my tears, my worship will remain a light in the midst of my darkness. I decree and declare that no matter what happens, my desire will always remain to dwell in your presence and to live in divine obedience to your plan for my life. And when I have the opportunity to get revenge and get even against my accusers, I will remain true to myself and declare that it is the Lord that rights the wrongs against me. Through my kindness, Lord, like Saul and David, you will reward my mercy and forgiveness, because it restores peace on a troubled mind. Today is the day I declare that I am free from the wrongdoings of others, because love and forgiveness now floods my heart. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for making prayer a priority in your day. To learn more about the Bible, stay tuned for today's story. Brought to you by BibleInAYear.com. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. David's Kindness Towards Saul Previously, we learned about David's escape from Saul. David had to lie to priests, pretend to be insane to kings, and escape to caves in order to preserve his life. However, God continued to bless David. Outcasts, misfits, and debtors from Israel began to band around him. 
In the forests of Judah, David began to lead a community of over 300 mighty men. Meanwhile, Saul was hell-bent on killing all who aided David. Saul slaughtered nearly 100 priests and their families for helping David. In this story, David and Saul meet for the first time since David's escape. We will witness the madness of King Saul as he goes after David. Yet even in Saul's complete wickedness, David cannot help but feel connected to Saul like a son, as inspired by the book of 1 Samuel. Hello, I'm Pastor Jack Graham with today's episode of the Bible in a Year podcast. In our most recent episode, we followed David through his encounter with Elimelech into the Philistine country of Gath and into the caves of Adullam. God saw David through each step of the way, providing for him and keeping him safe from the hand of Saul. David began to gather a following of outcasts that would become his army. Saul, who was blinded to all reason by his hateful desire to kill David, continued to hunt him down and even slaughtered priests and their families who he believed had betrayed him when they helped David. Today, we will continue to see Saul seething with rage, pursuing David. But even when given the chance to harm Saul, David shows the pureness and integrity of his heart and the tenderness that he would show toward his enemy. Let's now listen to God's Word today. David and his ragtag group of men continued to build their community in the forests of Judah. The social outcasts and misfits had found purpose in taking care of one another. They had been rejected by Israel, but accepted by David. Because of this, they followed him without question. One day the men were building homes in the shade among the trees. Some men lounged near the streams while others wove baskets or hunted. Life was peaceful. Until David was given a message that the Philistines were robbing the village of Kailah. After months of hiding, David's heroic nature re-emerged within him. The innocent villagers were being tormented, raped, and robbed by the sworn enemies of Israel. Saul was so busy pursuing David that he had neglected to protect his people. David took his band of outcasts up against the armies of the Philistines. Together, they delivered a great blow and saved Calah. The men once rejected by Israel were now responsible for saving it. Once Calah was delivered, Saul came up to pursue David. David and his men fled back into the wilderness, back into exile. They returned to the caves among the mountains, dirty, tired, and dejected. The joy of saving the village was replaced with fear of being captured once again. David anguished over the loss of freedom for him and his men. In the darkness of the caves, David wept before God. David battled day after day with his own hopelessness and self-worth. At night he would sing songs to God, reminding his soul to maintain hope. David's poetry and music was honest, raw, and filled with praise. It would be these psalms that would bring hope to millions of people all throughout history. For that time, they comforted the storm in David's heart. The sweet songs of praise kept David's heart alive in him and gave his men strength to continue. In the stillness of the evening, the men would lay down and listen to David's voice echo throughout the caves as he sung, The Lord is my light, whom shall I fear? He is my fortress, whom shall I fear? 
When the wicked seek to devour me, it is they who will fall. Though armies seek my life, my heart shall not fear. Though war comes to me, I will be confident. Just one thing I ask is that I may dwell in the presence of the Lord forever. All the days of my life I want to gaze upon the beauty of my God. For in the day of trouble he will keep me safe. He is my shelter forever. As David sang in the night to the Lord, Saul stewed in his own hatred. He became obsessed with killing David and raised an army of 3,000 soldiers to rise up against David and his men. Saul's army camped outside the caves, not knowing that David and his men dwelled inside. Saul and his men set up camp, and Saul went into the entrance of the cave to rest and attend to his own needs. David's men whispered to him, saying, Now is your chance. God has given Saul to you on a silver platter. David approached Saul quietly. Saul was dozing off, an easy target. It would be nothing for David to cut his throat and be done with the madness. David stood over Saul in the darkness of the cave for a few moments. Quietly, David drew his blade and crouched down next to Saul. He grabbed a part of his robe, raised the blade, and cut off a small sliver of his robe. Then David left quietly and did not disturb Saul any further. David walked back into the cave where his men were waiting for him. Illuminated by the fire, small tears could be seen on David's cheeks. David looked at them and said, I shall not put my hand against God's anointed. I should not have laid even a finger on him. So David persuaded his men to not harm Saul. Back at the entrance of the cave, Saul rose up at dawn and went on his way to continue his search for David. David watched Saul pack up and begin his departure. His stomach was in knots and his hands were shaking. David had faced Goliath, a giant unlike anyone has ever seen, and slew him. David had faced enemies of great force and number. David had slain thousands of men with bravery. Yet now David stood at the entrance of the cave, about to do the bravest thing he had ever done. David arose after Saul and went out of the cave. My king, he shouted as Saul was mounting his horse. As Saul looked behind him, David bowed his face into the dirt. David beat his chest and spoke to Saul, saying, Why do you listen to those who say I would mean you harm? David then lifted up the piece of his robe he tore off and said, I was standing above you in the cave. I could have taken your life, but I dared not lay a hand on you. I have not sinned against you. I have been nothing but faithful. My life has been yours, and now you seek to end it. David stood to his feet, threw his sword onto the floor, and spread his arms. May God judge between you and me. He may punish you, but I will not. Saul stood there in silence. He looked at David, now grizzled and dirty from months of battle and exile. He was then reminded of the young boy who once tried on his armor. He remembered the young boy who would play music to calm his soul. Saul's hardened heart began to melt under the warm mercy of David. Saul dismounted his horse and walked towards David, trembling. His lips were quivering and his eyes began to water. The dark clouds over Saul's mind began to part and he began to weep. Is that you, my son David? Saul whispered, and the two of them embraced as Saul wept. 
Saul fell into David's arms as if he had been carrying a weight on his shoulders for years. David held Saul. God had rewarded David's mercy, for mercy restores peace to a weary mind. Saul held David's face and said, You are far more righteous than I, David. God put me in your hands, and you did not kill me. Saul's eyes met David's, and he said, You will be a better king than I. The entire kingdom of Israel will thrive under your care, though I do not deserve it. Please show me in my house kindness. So David made his promise to Saul. Saul left with his army back home, but David returned to the wilderness with his men. David experienced the comforts and mercies of God alone in the wilderness. In that same place, he had the courage to show Saul mercy. David was chosen by God to be king, not because he was mighty, strong, or courageous, but because David's heart was continually seeking after God's. We begin today's story with David leading a community in the wilderness. These people that had been rejected and cast out had bonded to David and will follow him and be faithful to him wherever he goes. David then hears that a nearby village is being attacked and terrorized by the Philistines. His loving shepherd's heart is stirred, and he knows God's people must be protected. But rather than rushing into battle, David seeks God first for guidance. God confirms the calling and tells David he must save Keilah from the Philistines. This should have been Saul's job as king, but he was so intent on killing David that his people's cries mattered nothing to him. So David assembled an army of the faithful men that he was leading, and they rescued Keilah from the enemy. Their success got Saul's attention, and he came in pursuit of David once again. Despite David having just saved the city, God told him that when Saul arrived, the people of Keilah would hand him over to Saul. This was because they feared what Saul would do to them if they refused. So David and his men fled back into the wilderness in exile. This was a very dark time for David, and we know that it is in this period that he prayed and sought God. David wrote many psalms praising God and lamenting this situation, this time in the desert when God seemed so far away at times, when he was under attack. But no matter his circumstances, David never abandoned God and he would always praise God and wrote the most profound and beautiful poems we know as the Psalms. Saul did not give up, however. He continued to pursue David with an army of 3,000. The madness of the king consumed him, and they went up into the mountains after David and his men. They set up camp outside the very caves where David and his men were hiding. Then, that night, Saul retreated into the quietness of a cave to relieve himself. David's men told him that this was his chance. God had given his enemy Saul into his hands, but David could not bring himself to kill the king, the one that God had previously anointed. Evil or not, Saul meant something to David. And most of all, God's will and God's purposes overruled his heart. So instead, he secretly came into where Saul was and cut a piece of his robe and retreated into the darkness of safety. But even this act troubled David's heart. And in 1 Samuel 24, verse 6, we read this. He said to his men, The Lord forbid that I should do this thing to my Lord, the Lord's anointed, to put out my hand against him, seeing he is the Lord's anointed. 
But David understood something very, very important to us. Not every opportunity is necessarily from God. He could have easily justified taking Saul's life. But David, always the man after God's heart, was willing to have mercy on his enemy and leave vengeance to the Lord. David then revealed himself to Saul, showing him the strip of his robe as proof that he could have easily ended his life. In that moment, Saul is broken. He recognizes the worthiness of David and the evil of his own sin. The two men embrace and weep, and David promises that whatever God does to punish Saul, it will not be by his hand that carries out the justice. This is the heart that God saw in young David years before in Jesse's home, a heart that seeks God's wisdom, that obeys God at all costs, that lives in love and mercy. In that moment, David showed us how he was everything Saul was not and why he was fit and ready to be king, a man after God's own heart. Dear Lord, help us to learn from David's example of mercy. Help us also to seek your wisdom and guidance always and never to take the easy way just because it may make sense to us. May we have a heart of compassion for even our enemies as Jesus told us. We know that you have had immeasurable compassion and mercy on us. Thank you for your love that went to the cross to die and that you lived to be our Savior and Lord. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's Bible in a Year podcast. I'm Jack Graham from Dallas, Texas. Download the Pray.com app and make prayer and Bible study a priority in your life. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it with someone you love or know, and by sharing this podcast, we can get the Word of God to the world. And if you want more resources on how to tap into God's power for Christian living, be sure to visit jackgraham.org. God bless you. This episode is sponsored by MediShare, an innovative healthcare solution for Christians to save money without sacrificing quality. Welcome to the Pray News Podcast, where hope is our only bias. Each day, we'll unpack the most prominent stories happening in the news and offer a Christian perspective. We won't shy away from the hard topics, and we won't dilute the hopeful message of Christ. This is more than a daily brief on the news. It's a way to be informed and transformed. Listen to Pray News on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.
Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.